Good morning. What financial questions, real answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. Today is Friday, November 10th, 2023. As always, if you do have a question or a topic that you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is Veterans Day. Make sure you do thank those veterans out there. I uh, greatly do appreciate your service uh, to the country. Uh, looking at the markets, this is it's getting more and more complex all the time with the way things are uh, currently turning out here um, with the S&P 500 and, and the other markets in general. It's just not a good... Uh, there's no good tells out here at this point in time. And let me explain what I mean by that. The, the S&P 500, for example, and I've talked about this on the show, the, the case can be made that it's a five-wave pattern down. However, you have the wave four that dipped into the wave one. Now, under almost all circumstances, that cannot happen unless it's a ending or beginning diagonal well that could be a beginning diagonal but that's just rare and so we're not for sure if that did happen and then what happened was starting to go in talked about last thursday how hey we're starting to see this move up you're probably going to have this three to five weeks upward movement and then we just had the explosion on thursday of last week Friday, well, basically Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it essentially moved up almost uh, 200 points in three days, the S&P 500. Then we go sideways here for, for basically four days, move only about 24 points, um, and uh, or let's call it five days even. I mean, it's, it's barely moved. So we're, we're looking for a downward pullback. These things gapped up. Again, a lot of times the gaps do get filled. You're looking down there at 42.48, 42.47. That's a FIB number. 42.48 is a 50%. 42.47 fills the gap. It could all go all the way down to uh, about 42.15-ish uh, is the probability, assuming, that, and that's assuming that we've already hit a high. I don't know that for certain, but that's why I'm just saying there should be a pullback for three or four days, and I wouldn't be surprised if it pulls pulls back to that area. Now, however, I just gave you the S&P 500. I like the S&P 500, SPX. You cannot buy or sell directly in SPX. Uh, again, always talk to your financial advisor if you're trying to figure out exactly what to do here. However, the interesting one is the Dow Jones Industrial Average. It has a clear five-wave pattern to the downside. However, the, the wave four and the wave one did not overlap. So that's an impulsive wave down for sure. And what we don't know is the S&P 500, it's five waves, but is that corrective or impulsive? Because hard to make that case strongly that for sure it's a beginning diagonal. However, when you have the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which has a clear five wave patterns down, it is textbook example. You have to think what you're making here is a correction. Now, which one's going to end up being right? Because while the patterns do look similar, they're, they're different in, in that sense. And so you're going to have some people that are going to be the, the full-blown bulls. Hey, this thing's going to the moon. 
which is sort of where you may think that is off the S&P, S&P 500. And then you'll have the textbook people with the Dow Jones Industrial Average saying, no, this is just a correction. The next wave is going to be down. And the only one out of the Russell 2000 and the NASDAQ that is in that position is just the Dow Jones Industrial Average. But if we go back at history and we do look at what happened back in um, 2021, the Russell and the NASDAQ, they peaked in November where the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average did not peak until January 4th of 2022. So they were off by about six weeks. However, these things are in exactly similar patterns, except for the Russell 2000, which just seems to be in another one of its fine corrections. If you look at that on a daily chart, uh, well, excuse me, on a weekly chart, you will see that it is just right there. Just draw a line across the top. Just draw a line across the bottom. It just keeps moving sideways and has just kept moving sideways. So you're just seeing that with these markets that are continuing to take place. They all act like they uh, should be up for another two or three weeks. That that would be the average. Uh, However, they're all in a position that they're all overbought at this point in time, and they all should be turning down from a. And that's so. From a momentum standpoint, though, they're all the exact same. So I give you the only honest answer, and the only answer that is correct, and that is no one knows. But we are sitting here saying, hey, that you know there should be a pullback, and if that does catch. I wouldn't be surprised to see a nice little upshot here going into mid, mid-November, mid into December. Uh, people are thinking more and more, at least according to the percentages, that there is not going to be a, another rate cut from the Fed. Uh, maybe right. They may be wrong. Uh, don't really know how to handicap that. Because part of what the Fed will continue to say is, hey, you know, we're, we're going to keep watching the data. Uh, we'll get into these in a little bit, but you know, the commodities continue to come down. So, Hey, it looks like we got inflation under control. However, I think what's going to happen is I think all these commodities again are going to kick, kick around, uh, to the upside for the December meeting for the fed at this point in time, which the next one is on December 13th. So that's whatever, 33 days away or whatever it is. Um, 90% 90% chance they stay where it is, at least that's according to futures contracts, and 9.5% at this point in time think that they are going to bump it up a um, another quarter point. However, one week ago, that was at 19.8%, and one month ago, that was at 24, 24.4%. So they keep changing their targets to the downward side on that. If you're looking at bonds at this point in time, the bonds, the the price has gone up. The yields have come down. Uh, you could make the case that the bonds have uh, peaked in yield, lower in price. Uh, not certain that that's the case yet. We need a little bit more of a confirmation on the upside. If we get that, then I would be more inclined to say that, yes, that we have uh, probably hit, hit the limit on, on the yields. Um, pay more attention to that price than I do the yields, but it needs to go up just a little bit more here. And if it gets past a hurdle, I believe it's 109 is where they got to get that we're looking at, then that would be a clear signal that more than likely the bottom is in. 
However, it's going up against the channel here, and if it gets denied, it could turn around and actually go lower one more time uh, to close out a wave five before it has some uh, massive upward correction and, and the uh, yields should be going lower at that point in time. So that's what we're looking for on the bond side of things. It's a little bit of a mixed market. It's not as clear as I would like for it to be. However, I would say this. Yes, do I think it's going to rally to the upside over the next two to three weeks? Yeah, I think it should continue. Part of that also has to do, and I haven't talked about this in a while, um, but I, I did did bring it back up. The, um, the volatility index, better known as the VIX, if you're paying attention to that, we talked forever until about mid-June, we said the normal, when it gets normal, it goes below 20, and it really hadn't been there. Well, it started doing that, and now what you're getting is you're getting these movements that get down to about 14, and then it pops back up, 14 pops back up, 15 pops back up, 14 pops back up. And now it got back above 20 here in, in, the, last, uh, in the last month, and now we're all the way back down to 15 on this. However, the daily... The daily is telling you it's near a bottom, uh, which means volatility is about ready to creep up. Well, volatility is about ready to creep up, and the market's momentum is overbought for four days like it is on the S&P 500, telling you that it should be going down. That's about what should happen. So you should see the volatility uh, increase as the price on, on these markets continue down for three to four days before they continue on with the two to three week time period. So that's just sort of where we're putting it at on that. If you look at the VIX on a weekly basis, uh, it should be down, which coincides right with the, the other graphs. It should be down for another two to three weeks. Uh, which implies the market's going up for another two or three. So that's just sort of where we are at this point in time on those markets and where the bonds are. Uh, we do need to go to a short break. Uh, when we come back, well, we'll cover some of the other markets uh, and make sure that we go over those with you. As always, if you do have a question or topic that you would like to hear on the show, uh, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real answers. We're right back after this short break. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Uh, some of the other things that are taking place here, let's look at some of these other markets and, and get into that. Um, let's look at the euro dollar. How's that? The euro dollar at this point in time, uh, the weekly is bull, the daily is bear. Uh, clearly appears to be a corrective advance. It was impulsive down, corrective advance. Should be, daily high should be complete, should be going down. Uh, the, the euro is in the exact opposite. Um, and that's exactly what you would be expecting at this point in time. Uh, which would be 
Uh, maybe I gave you that backwards here. Hold on a second. Apologize trying to pull up these charts. The the dollar um, the dollar looks like it should make a, a correction by Thanksgiving, and then it should continue upward, and the euro should be going downward. So that is at least what we we do expect, um, and, and is probable to have happen. Uh, so the dollar has a has two or three week correction, then it should explode higher. The the euro looks like it's about to go lower. So I would expect at some point that this is really going to change here drastically, and it's going to be the dollar that continues to go down. However, that has not taken place. This is why you never know. But again, that's if someone was asking me. That's what I would have thought would have happened. Didn't didn't work out that way. It's okay. Um, let's talk about gold and silver. Gold is it's making a correction the 50 percent mark is at 1921 i said it need to get below 1950 okay well that's just that's the minimum now that we know that we have a top end looking at 1921 that's a possibility probability could go all the way down to 1898 so just below 1900 the issue with gold, because it's, it's never clear, and this is why you always have to say this, when you're looking at these patterns at, the, at this point in time, it, it, appears, it appears that this is going to be a, a, a correction. And if that takes place, you would expect it to stop somewhere in there. However, if we're wrong, it would go lower than that. And if it goes lower than that, then everything I just told you is probably wrong. But if what we have on October 27th was the high at 1998, we would expect this correction back down here. We would ex- it's, it's near a daily low, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to correct, and it should be down for another week or two at a minimum uh, is, is what, we were, what we would expect. Uh, and at that point in time, if that does stop there, that would be an ideal situation for a go-long setup in gold that more than likely is going to take gold to new highs. From a charting standpoint at this point in time, absolutely probably the best case scenario is if all that stuff happens, then I would say you're more than likely going to see gold kick to the high side. Again, it sort of coincides with these markets topping out here in two or three weeks. See how gold would bottom out, and then they would switch. Gold would be going up. doesn't always happen. That's just the way it's working out at this point in time. Uh, and, and that would be a, a very good strategy to go along into gold. Silver is basically in, in the same uh, setup at, at this point in time. Um, and, again, um, with the silver... The silver appears to be making a correction, and it may have already had. So it looks like it's trying to move up, and it should be sideways to up for three to four days. Try to move into the uh, 24-24, 24-69 level is where we would expect silver to go here in the next few days. So that's that's where I would keep an eye on. It basically should move in the same direction as gold. doesn't mean it has to. Uh, but that, but that's what we're we're looking for. Um, so keep keep in mind that as as things do continue to uh, to appear here, but um, it it should be very probable that uh, 
that you can make some money there on, on the gold and silver here in the next few months uh, by buying in at some of these prices. Uh, moving on to, oh yeah, Bitcoin. A weekly high is near. Uh, a daily high is near. Uh, shot up to around 37,000 yesterday. Uh, was up again. So sort of, sort of in these things where the momentum has not worked very well on this. Uh, the key part was the level that it needed to get to was 35,717 minimum. Uh, the point 1.618 off of the low in September would have got you to 36,639 and the 50% retracements at 42,000. So we're in that area where the correction should be made. When this correction is made, this is, shouldn't just be a weekly. This should be a monthly high and more than likely you're going to go back down below 15,000 uh i it's just a corrective it's a corrective rally anyone who thinks that it's going to go above that with everything that's based here that low back on november 11th 2022 so almost exactly a year ago was at uh, 14,925 i would expect so so we've had this so here here's why i say this on the on the bitcoin now just think about this these are just the facts here bitcoin peaks at darn near seventy thousand dollars november 12th 2021 however a year later november 11th 2022 so a year's time frame almost to the day since november 11th versus the 12th uh, it's down 78%. However, it goes from uh, down 78% off the lows. It rallies 145% over, we're, we're almost there again. After today, we'll be there a, a full year. Well, you know, it's, it's November 10th. So we're, we're going to be right there 52 weeks later, and it's up 145%. However, it only made up 50% of that entire, uh, you know, you were at 70. You're only back up to 35 after you went down to 15. You're losing money. <laughs> and that pattern is set up very clearly there. Every year, it goes down, it goes up. Guess what we're going to do next year? We're going to go down for another year. I want to be surprised if we cut that in half. So get ready for 7000 on Bitcoin. Go love yourself. Uh, Again, it's it's make believe, folks. I can't believe people try to trade this stuff. Uh, I can actually, I can believe they try to trade it, but people that think that this is the end all be all, uh, you, you might need to go chat, have a little doctor, lay down on a couch, have a little talk, see how things are going. Nothing wrong with taking care of your mental health. Crude oil, um, crude's dangerous. Crude has very clearly making a corrective pattern off September 28th, 2023 highs. It's come down, uh, got down closing at 75.29 on Wednesday, popped back up 2%. This is the issue here. It, it appears that a daily low, which is sort of what we got from yesterday, we need that update again today. We get, to get another update today, then I would say that that was for sure the daily low. Like those, like those two in a row off the off the highs or lows, that sort of gets you going in, in the other direction you need to. Because these momentums change every about three to five days. 
if that happens, you will have a daily low. However, it implies that there should be bear for another week or two. With that being the case, okay, gold probably is not going to hit a low until mid-November or December. Sorry, mid-December. Apologize. Crude, on the other hand, it's looking near that 20th, 27th, right in there around Thanksgiving, which we talked about. If that's the case, I want to see how this formation is because if, if, this, if this really gets a big pop up, you could make the case that's not an ABC correction. It could be a one, two, three. We could be ending wave three here on Wednesday. You had the pop up yesterday. You continue. You have a correction here for three or four days. We'll see how that is. And then when you go to a new low, again, a corrective pattern is usually three waves, or at least it starts in three waves, so you, so you know that. If it's in five waves, it could be impulsive. If it's impulsive down, then that's going to be a bad sign for oil investors because that means you would have a three-wave correction and you could make some money. But then what that means is it's going to go to newer lows. So there's some numbers here to be looking, looking out for. If it is a, a corrective pattern, then the max target zone should be between 69.31 and 69.98. Uh, I know I've been talking a lot about that 75 uh, dollar level. That's just because it's real easy to make the ABC off of there. But if you're if you're going to make it off the bigger pattern and, and where where these corrections should take place, it shouldn't get more than that. Those two hitting a 1.618 uh, alternative uh, method and then a retracement of, of a 0.786, which is the longest that it should go, then that's how you get down right around $69. So if it closes below $69, I will tell you, look out, because oil will eventually go much lower. If it stays there and hold, then it's probably going to be a buying opportunity, and oil will take off to the high side, and everyone will be happy if you're investing in oil at that point in time. Again, Ignore the wars. Ignore all that. It's all noise. Pay attention to the charting. It's what matters. That and OPEC. OPEC, can, they can turn that switch on and off, too. So uh, I imagine if it gets down low enough, uh, you know, they'll, they'll do some other things, and they'll start restricting even more to make sure the price gets pumped back up. That they, they like it right where it is right now. We do need to go to a short break. As always, if you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812 812- 316-2079. You follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. Financial questions, real answers right back after the short break. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to Financial Questions, Real Answers. This is your host, Darwin Lindsay, Certified Financial Planner. If you do have a question or topic you would like to hear on the show, we would love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You follow us on Facebook, X. Send in an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. We will, we will get your question onto the show. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about some of these commodities. And that's the thing with, with gold, gold looking like it could go higher silver going higher oil in the mm, don't really know i mean you'd have to be real confident and just guessing if you really say you know where oil is going to go at this point in time however i would think that you would go higher but you don't know that um as we do look at um 
at some of these others. Let's look at some of these. Uh, let's look at some of these soft grains here. Um, soybeans. It appears that we are near a daily high if it's not already complete at this point in time. With that being said, I would expect a pullback to uh, this continuous contract, 1309, uh, maybe 1295, right in that range. Uh, that's what I would expect over the next three to four days. Expect that to happen. Uh, that would be the pullback there. That's where that's where you hope it is. If if that's the case, then then, then it should should be going higher from there. Uh, as we do look at it on a weekly basis, though, the weekly that's probably about right. The week the fast line's reached overbought. Um, the slow line hasn't, which probably implies about another week or two. That would give you the three or four days down, another three to five days up. That means you're probably going to cycle up uh, to around, you may get to $14. You may get to $1,400. Uh, that's what it's looking like at this point in time. That's at least on the continuous contract that we are looking at. Uh, corn, man, corn is just not a happy camper, I will say that. Um Man, even the dailies, it was so oversold, but it just, it's, it's, it comes back up to being overbought, not because the price is going up, because the higher price back there on the 19th and 20th is falling off. Um, so it's telling you that the momentums are trying to peak out, but man, it's, it's basically down. And so it's going to be downward pressure more on corn. We talked about it possibly going to 444 or something, 446 right in there. I still would expect that to happen. Wow, the, the the weekly momentums are down for another two or three weeks. I don't see how it doesn't get down around that range. Uh, that's just where corn is at this point in time. And, again, that's that's December contract, too. I forgot, I keep forgetting that. Um, it, it, it's right there. Uh, I expect corn to go lower. Uh, soybeans more than likely has made a low. I would say wheat has probably made a low. That hasn't been confirmed. But wheat, um, more than likely, let's see if I got a chart on wheat here real quick. Um, it may have made a bottom there on September 29th. Uh, if it doesn't go below 540, uh, shoot, sorry, giving you the wrong price there. That's really what we're looking for. Uh, it, it's, in, it's in a probability, though, of, of continuing to go higher, so... Um, Keep keep your eyes on that as you pay attention to that. Uh, what else we have here? I know we have something else. Um, oh, natural gas. Natural gas is it's dangerous. It's uh, at least price wise. It's it's in a downward momentum swing here. Uh, had, had this big big up into October thirty first. Some reports came out that uh, obviously this weather that we have been having in November, other places have been having that too. Uh, I think I've had my, I, I got gas furnaces. I think I've had them on two nights here since August. Um, natural gas not needed uh, a lot of places at this point in time. So demand isn't there. That's what the report came out. That sort of hurt it. It's come down quite a bit. It's come down 50 cents. It was up near uh, 360. Now, now you're down at 310. It should be down for another day or two. The weekly at this point in time, sort of mixed. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's down. Again, my, the whole concept that I have on natural gas is it's probably going to go lower. Uh, usually peaks there in about October, November, and then it starts going the other way. So I wouldn't be surprised if that continues the case and, and we go to new lows somewhere below $2 somewhere in the couple months here ahead of time. So that that's my um, that's what I'm looking for there. The other part that I want to get in here real quick, because I had a phone call about this this week, it's happening more and more. For for the and I'm not saying it can't happen to anyone, but it does seem to happen to to more retirees for people that are over 65. If anyone ever calls you up and you have to send cash to get money, or they're asking you to go buy gift cards, please realize that all of these things are a scam. Uh, there's too much scamming going on out there. Uh, it's wrecking people's lives. It's wrecking relationships with, with people uh, that is going on. If, you, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. No one is ever going to send you one of those text messages on, the fo- uh, on your phone that says, if you click here, you're going to get $4,000. The, they're looking for you to click on that. They're looking to try to get your information no no legit financial advisor no one that's legit is going to have you send cash to anyone anyone is almost always going to have it to where that you actually have a custodian like you don't make checks out to Lindsay wealth management you make them out to pershing because that's who we custodian with so that's where you send your money uh just be clear don't don't be sending cash don't be sending gift cards don't be clicking on that stuff there's just way too much fraud going on out there, and people are taking advantage of them. With the computers, they can be overseas. I don't care if you look it up on the map where the address is, and it looks like it's a $10 million house. That is not the house where you're sending that money. Someone's going to intercept it along the way. So please be aware of these scams that are going on. I just hear it happening more and more, and that's why I want to make sure that people understand this, especially based on one of the phone calls that I got this week. They were not my client but I really did feel bad about the situation that they were in because they were trying to make sure that it was a scam. And I'm like, yeah, this is all a scam. I mean, otherwise you would have disclosures at the bottom of your website. You could find this financial company on the SEC. Uh, if, if you're legit, you're out there in so many places, it's not even funny that they would be able to track you down. It's not hard if you're legit to be able to figure that out. Um, so just wanted to leave with that. As always, if you do have a question, topic that you would like to hear on the show, we'd love to hear from you. 812-316-2079. You can follow us on Facebook or X. Send us an email, info at lindsaywealth.com. This is Darwin Lindsay for Financial Questions, Real Answers. We'll see you next week.